episode of Get Chatty With Me. So today's episode, I thought we could do a bit of a deep moment at D&M. We did one of these recently and you guys actually loved it. I feel like because when I first started Get Chatty With Me, I was doing it by myself. Like it was like a solo potty. And now I get a lot more guests on, like, you know, the family's on all the time. My bestie Imogen, you know, you know her, she's on here frequently. It's actually nice to have, like, our little moments where it's just, like, us chatting, do you know what I mean? So, I don't know, you guys seem to really like when I do, like, a solo ep here and there. So, I thought, why not do one today? So, today's episode is actually going to be based on... It was a response I got to a question box a while ago that I just, like, it popped into my head the other day and I was like, oh my goodness, I don't think I've ever touched on this on the potty. And it was like a big sister advice, right? And, like, in my head, the whole podcast, like, is kind of big sister advice, but, like, the way I say that is, like, like kind of unsure because sometimes it's like I'm giving advice, but sometimes I'm talking about my own experiences, But I feel like big sister advice is just one of those things that like, I don't know, anyone can like use. And at the same time, like I'm 20, you might be listening to this and be a lot older than me, but you might still resonate with a lot of the stuff I have to say. And then in saying that you might be like 14, 15 and, you know, haven't been given like advice like this before, if that makes sense. But when I say advice, I mean like stuff that I've personally learnt growing up as a young woman that I think other young women should mean. So obviously my advice not my, like may not resonate with a lot of people, but this is just what I'm, I've kind of gathered from my own past experiences. That makes sense. I hope that makes sense. I feel like the way I've, I've articulated myself is a bit rubbish, but you guys, you guys know what I mean. Anyway, so I've actually written a list. Yep, I wrote a list, how funny am I, of points that I wanted to cover for today's episode. And I feel like they're really important. I actually, with the big sister advice, the same person also mentioned stuff about self-love. And I think that they both tie in together so nicely. So why don't we touch on that first? Let's let's touch on a bit of self-love moments. Okay, so the thing with self-love, right, is it's it's hard and like... I say this from personal experience because when I was younger, when I was like still in primary school, I used to say to myself, because I I was a late bloomer, so everyone was like going through puberty and all that kind of stuff and I really wasn't there yet and obviously puberty is kind of those times when your like hormones are up and down and like, you know, you start picking on those little things about yourself and you develop these insecurities, but I wasn't really there yet and I used to actually say to myself, I was like... I'm never going to be insecure. I'm never going to have like issues about myself, which inevitably wasn't true because, you know, the moment I hit puberty, I started to have those insecurities, which is normal. But now that I'm a bit older, obviously I can, you know, I can sense something is just a plain insecurity of mine or if it's like something I need to be like concerned about, if that makes sense. Like for instance, when I was younger, I was super hairy And one thing about that was that I had a lot of hair on my back, which I was really, really paranoid about. I thought that that was just an insecurity of mine that I actually overlooked. And one day my mum noticed and it was that moment she took me to the doctor. He was asking me all these questions. He started asking me about my period and I was like, this is weird. Um, 
I answer all the questions and it turns out it was actually a symptom of PCOS. So there's that. And then there's another insecurity of mine, which you guys have spoken about on my TikTok, my sideburns, which I recently got them lasered off. That was actually just a normal like insecurity of mine, something I've been insecure about for a while. But with my recently diagnosed alopecia, I was taking hair, um, I was, not not I was, I am taking hair growth medications. And these hair growth medications aren't targeted. So I have alopecia areata and I take a special medication that basically just aims to have more hair growth, but it's not targeted. So it's not like hair growth directly on my head. It's like hair growth wherever the hair wants to grow. So I've been growing more hair on my face, which is hence the laser. Those are like insecurities that like, you know, they've, they've come as a result of something. Like something has changed significantly in my body and that's why I'm insecure about it. Whatever. But other insecurities are like, for example, you know, that could be your weight or it can be like, you know, your eyebrows, your face shape, your eyes, your nose, all this other stuff. And I just feel like growing up, I used to always say to myself, oh, that's never going to happen with me. But it did. Like I can tell you right now in confidence that at 16 years old, I was looking at my body a lot more than I like to admit. And I say that because like it's the truth, but I don't want anyone to go through the same thing because like literally every single time I passed the mirror I would look at myself and be like why do I look like that and now looking back I'm like I, I like I never did anything drastic but I would just pick on myself does that make sense so like for instance if I like I would go have a snack I would eat what I wanted but then it would just be like at the end of the day I'd beat myself up over it and looking back I'm like that was so stupid like even then I had a great body I look at my body now and I'm like it is what it is my body is like my little, my little, my housing, if that makes sense. And I want to be able to give it the sufficient fuel to operate. And if that means eating a little extra and having a little belly, then I don't freaking care. Um, literally, especially when it's that time of the month, I bloat so much. And at this point, I just call it my little period baby. And it's something I've gotten used to. Like, I, oh, how do I explain it? I feel like you get past the point where you're just like, I'm just so tired of being insecure about something that I'm just gonna have to start embracing it and that's when I feel like the whole self-love thing comes into play you can't like force yourself to be really open to the whole self-love thing but I actually think with age you get there at 16 years old you're gonna be picking on yourself for literally anything you'll get a pimple overnight and beat yourself up over it but I feel like as you get older you kind of realize that there's some things that just aren't in your control and the more you learn to embrace things about your body is kind of more of where like the self-love comes from if that makes sense I don't know if I articulated that very well but I hope you guys understand but yeah that's like one thing about self-love I think it you know it comes with time time accepting like who you are and that there's some aspects of that that you can't change like I know that when I was also um younger but even now like I get insecure about my personality and that's a big one because obviously like your personality is not something you can necessarily change like I will always be in a group of people and I'm very talkative, I'm very extroverted and sometimes I'm like, oh my God, am I being too much? But then I sit back and I'm like, you know what? If I'm being too much, then they can go find less. And I know that that is like a big like quote at the moment. I've seen it online, but it's actually so true. If someone thinks I'm too much, go freaking find less. I'm just like, I don't know, don't... Like, uh, like surrounding yourself with positive people is really important. And this is like another thing I wanted to touch on. For self-love, having negative people around you who are commenting 
on all these different aspects about you. Like I remember in high school, I had a girl that used to always point out different things about my lunchbox and she made me feel like shit. Straight to the point, she made me feel like shit. And having her around just made it 10 times worse. The minute I removed people like that from my like from my life, I felt instantly better. So surrounding yourself with positive people is so, so important. And people don't understand that. I feel like, especially when you're in high school, it's a bit harder because you're going to school every day with these people that whether you like it or not, they're going to be sitting there right next to you. They're going to be in that class and your locker is still going to be next to them in the morning. You've got to kind of deal with it, right? But I feel like once you're older, even when you're like outside of school, you're, you know, after school, don't put yourself in situations where you have to be around those people. I think friendship is a really important thing and having people close to you that bring out the best in you is going to bring out your best qualities and have you like thinking the most positive thoughts about yourself and they'll just encourage you to be a better person. I think with people around you that actually don't want the best for you, that aren't there to support you, they're there to like, you know, secretly provide like negative vibes. Like you're obviously not going to be at your full potential because you're going to feel that sense of like, you know, unsettledness, like this sense of tension coming from their end because like they don't actually genuinely want what's best for you, if that makes sense. Like they're not genuinely there to support you. They're not genuinely there to be your friend. They're there to just like, observe like I don't know it's weird like I remember in high school I thought I had all these friends but turns out it was just like these people that were just like lurking and there's nothing wrong with a lurk but sometimes that kind of like you know like they're staring they're always watching they're making you feel a little bit uncomfortable like you don't have to tolerate that you don't have to go out of your way to tolerate that I feel like quality over quantity with friendships is so important and something that now outside of high school I really enforce like Quality over quantity with friendships is so key. In high school, I literally maybe had like 20 girls that like every single day I'd sit with and have lunch with. Looking back, I'm like, that is insane. That is insane. And like, it makes sense because looking back, we all had so much like freaking drama. Like everyone was always fighting. There were little cliques and everyone was getting upset that this person was with this person at snack and then this other person was with this person at lunchtime. And it was just like this whole big kerfuffle. And now I literally have like, Okay, I've got three friends and like two cousins. So maybe five girls that I would say are instantly in this little friendship group of mine. Like if I had to invite over people that I consider like really close to, it would be like those five girls. Two of them are my cousins. Two of them I've known since I was five years old. And the other one I've known since I was like 10. Like it's just wild to me because like I had moments where even those five people and they've been consistent me like consistently in my life like I just said but like there's, there was instances when I was younger where I just like kind of put those people to the sidelines for these other people that I had just like just met randomly new and there's nothing wrong with that because it's like all a learning curve but looking back I'm like they've been there since day one they've always been that positive support and it's like I was giving my energy to all these other people because I wanted that like I don't know, like people to look at me and be like, wow, she's got so many friends. But at the end of the day, it's not about how many friends you have or quotation marks, how many friends you have. Is it actually about how many high quality friends you have and how many friends you have that are actually supporting you and actually giving you like the positive vibes. Like they're really happy for you all the time. They're genuinely happy, happy for your successes and stuff like that. I think that's really important. But like I said, it's actually, it's okay to make those kind of mistakes growing up and it's actually like quite normal like I feel like everyone I know has had a moment where they had 
like friendship up and downs they've been in like a big group and it's been like a super overwhelming this actually leads into another point with like the whole big sister advice thing mistakes are okay and honestly mistakes are great learning curves i feel like if you do not make a mistake you are not human and mistakes are the best way to learn friendships for example you can learn that like you know giving your time and attention to someone who isn't giving it back friendship wise is not a good move and that also applies with like significant others like for me personally growing up you know I learned like you know I'm giving all this attention to one boy and he's not reciprocating maybe it's time to stop putting my energy into that person so mistakes like that are actually really good because you learn from them organically if that makes sense I don't know if I even explained that right but like it makes sense in my brain I feel like mistakes are also like a key part of growing up and when you're like trying so hard to like not make any mistakes in the process you're kind of rushing the whole process of growing up and I feel like that is not a great thing I feel like it's so much better to embrace like you know being a young girl or being like the age that you are like embracing it and just having fun like I see all these young people that are like you know trying to be like appear older than they are and trying to like you know not make the mistakes of like liking this music because it'll be cringe in a couple months time or you know not falling into this trap because it's so like 13 years old but you're trying to give off like 15 year old you know what I mean like stuff like that right I feel like rushing growing up is like one of those things where it's like you're not going to get that time back like cherish that time whilst it's there and like the other thing with that is people who tend to like try and rush going up they try and like how do I explain it like like change aspects of their personality like come off like a bit more mature and like that's all good and well but like sometimes people that are like rushing to grow up they try and be a bit more like snappy and they change their personality and this kind of relates to what I was talking about before with the whole like you know making sure friendships around you are positive vibes and saying that you've got to make sure that you're showing them your organic self if that makes sense like with friendships right if you're altering your personality for a set of friends or you know a friendship group you're like you know changing it up a little bit to match their vibes you're not really being yourself and I think it's so important to always be yourself and not change for anyone I feel like that is like the biggest piece of advice anyone could give I remember when I was younger, like, I always tell you guys I was a nerd, but you guys don't get it. Like, I was, like, a full-on mega nerd. And looking back, I remember times where I was, like, trying to be a bit more, like, cool than I actually am. Like, I'm I'm sorry for anyone out there that thinks I'm, like, super <laughs> epic and slay. Okay, wait. I am slay, but, like, not like that. Like, I'm actually a nerd. Some of the stuff that, like, you might hear me say would literally shock you, like... I was in choir, I was in band, I did all the musicals, I was middle school captain, I was like my class captain, like when I say I was a nerd, I was a proper nerd and I was a gamer, but I would try and come off as like, I was like this cool girl, like, you know, like super smooth with the guys, which can I just say, I was not, my first kiss was a bloody accident because I was trying to talk to this guy and he leaned in to kiss me and it just so happened that we accidentally kissed whilst I was trying to talk, like I was the opposite of a smooth operator, I was like a... It's like if you're going over a speed bump at 100 kilometers per hour, like that's how like up and down, right? <laughs> I don't know if that analogy even makes sense of it. You guys get me. 
but like I would try and change my personality around different people so that they would think I was like you know cool enough to be their friend looking back and I'm like oh my god Ellie like they don't deserve to be your friend if they don't like you for your true personality do you know what I mean and like I wish I could go back in time and tell like my mini self that because like (laughs) she just needs to know hon but like it's so true Like, I feel like there's so many people that, you know, they try and change their personality so that, you know, the cool group, you know, might let them come sit with them for a day and it's just not worth it. Like, I feel like the thing there is, like, you're also not prioritizing yourself. Like, you're kind of putting on a front and it's making it a bit harder for yourself because you're going to have to act and portray yourself a certain way. And in doing that, you're kind of putting these other people above you. Like, you're valuing them really high. I don't know how to explain this, but it also, like... It comes into like not being a pushover, if that makes sense. So like I think the one big thing with friendships is don't change your personality for someone because if you go change your personality, then are they really your friend? Because they're not being friends with you. They're being friends with like this version of yourself you've made up. Another thing is when that kind of stuff happens, people can normally tell that you're trying to like switch up that personality of yours and they like manipulate it a certain way and then like... You become the sort of pushover, like a little bit of a running joke in the group. Like, oh, look at her trying to act cool. And that is not it. You do not want to be that person that they're like, oh, look at her. Because then you're going to feel like you need to, you know, relate to them more. Be like, be more like them. And then you're pushing yourself to act a certain way. And it's actually like going to take a toll on you. And when I say it's going to take a toll on you, it's going to be like, you know, you're going to start feeling more insecure about different things and you're going to be changing so much of yourself that you're not, you're going to look back and be like, what the frick am I doing? So the main thing is always prioritize yourself and surround yourself with friends who don't have you second guessing yourself. I think the more people don't understand is that prioritizing yourself isn't just about, you know, your self, like your own thoughts and how you like carry yourself along day to day life. Prioritizing yourself also means surrounding yourself with people who aren't a burden on you. For example, a friend that is like, you know, super like picky on you. Like she might, like I was saying earlier about that girl that used to tell me like, Oh, I can't believe you're eating that. Like that's so much food, like in high school and stuff. She would make me think about myself all the time and overthink about like what I was eating and all this stuff, which was so random for me because like I said, I used to grow up eating whatever the frick I wanted and like I do that now, but like looking back, she made me feel super uncomfortable. And then I realized like I was her little punching bag for her own insecurities, but by feeding into it, I'm not really like looking after myself in that way. So I don't know. It was just like a big, big learning curve there, if that makes sense. But I don't know. I feel like friendship is such a key part of growing up. Like the friends around you kind of mold you into the person that you end up becoming. And it's just important to have friends around you that, you know, aren't making you insecure yourself, aren't treating you like a pushover and are embracing you for your real personality. I think that's the three things that I'm like, I want you to take away from this because friendship is super important growing up. And it's good to have friends around you that, you know, like I said, bring that positive energy Can someone count how many times I said positive in this one episode? Because Jesus Christ, I'm getting sick of myself hearing it. Okay, before we get into the next topic, I wanted to talk about my little Chemist Warehouse goodie for this week. Now, this week's is a bit different. This week, it's actually a high smile product, which I actually don't know if I've done anything in like the teeth realm before. It's their teeth whitening pap strips, and it comes with like 14 in this packet. Bro. 
Who needs to go to a dentist for like those full on, like sitting in the chair, teeth out in the open, like all these tools in the mouth, feeling super uncomfortable. You don't need to go through that teeth whitening experience ever again. These bad boys, put them on for 30 minutes, bro. My teeth, bro. My teeth get so white. I literally like put it next to paper. I'm blinding the paper. That's how white they get. It's actually insane. They work so well. Like personally for my teeth, I've used them a handful of times before events. I, while I'm doing my makeup, I actually tend to chuck them on and I feel like they just make everything look like my teeth look 10 times better. And I don't know. It's like, it's like magic, but I actually really love these. High Smile has a bunch of like great variety of teeth whitening products, which I'm pretty sure you've probably seen all over like your TikTok, Instagram, etc. But these teeth whitening strips are actually something I've been using, have all like, you know, been actually using like trialing in my everyday routine and genuinely love. Like it's something I've implemented now when I've got a proper event on, you know, just chuck them on when I'm doing my makeup and it works so well that I had to share it with you guys. So this week's little chemistry house goodie is the high smile teeth whitening pap strips. Highly recommend if you're looking for something really easy, super on the go and something that's actually going to work. I highly recommend this works really well for me and I would love to recommend it to you guys if you're looking for a new little quick teeth whitening product. I think before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to talk about this thing specifically because I, I feel like I haven't touched on it before and that's rare. I feel like I often repeat myself on this podcast and I feel like I haven't spoken about this topic before. It's okay to be sad, right? It's actually okay to be sad and I feel like not enough people say that. Everyone's always like, oh, don't be sad, adapt, overcome, like go off, like, you know, like boss bitch energy, right? Yes, I completely agree, but it's actually okay to take a minute and feel a bit sad about something. I feel like not enough people realize that like being sad is part of the process of getting over something. Like let's say you're, you're sad about a friendship. You're sad about a boy. You're sad about like, you know, something that happened at school. You've, you've had a fight with your parents, like anything. It's actually okay to, you know, be a bit upset. You actually, it's actually good to acknowledge those kinds of emotions because it means you're really in touch with like how you're feeling and you'll be able to better understand the situation. Like, for example, when I was younger, I feel like whenever I had a moment where, you know, something happened with a boy and I was upset about it, I'd be like, oh, I don't care. And I'd just leave it. And then I find that like a couple of weeks later, I'd get really upset about it. The, the, the feelings would kind of bounce back and I'd be like, why am I upset about this now? Like, that's such a random thing. And it's because I didn't give myself time to be sad about it then. Like growing up, like I would try and brush things off and act like super cool and then it would come back a couple weeks later and like bite me in the ass and I'd be like, whoa, whiplash. But it's because I didn't give myself the time to fully acknowledge what I was feeling and it's so important to acknowledge those feelings and just be like, you know what, I am upset about this and it's okay to be upset about this. This is what I'm upset about, this is what happened and this is what I'm gonna do moving forward that's gonna make me not upset about this. I guarantee you, if you sit down and you have that moment with yourself where you're like, you know what, I'm sad and that's okay. You're going to feel 10 times better. The only thing with this though, is you have to find that balance of not um, overthinking it, not fixating on it. I feel like the moment you fixate on it is when it's like that whole thing of being like crying for months on end. And you don't want to do that because then you become like a bit of a burden on yourself and you don't want to do that to yourself. You want to, you know, build yourself up. 
and part of building yourself up is actually acknowledging, you know, I'm sad right now, but it's also like, and this is what I'm going to do to improve this. This is what I'm going to do going forward to like, you know, make myself feel better. So there's an important balance there. But in saying that, like I said, like I've been saying this whole time, it's actually okay to be sad and it's good to be sad. It actually like kind of relates back to when I was saying it's actually good to make mistakes, but you have to learn from them. This has kind of got a similar kind of concept behind it, like similar vibes. Like, you know, it's okay to make a mistake as long as you learn from it. And it's okay to be sad as long as you don't fixate on it. Kind of same vibes. Like, you know, you make a mistake, you're like, you know what, I'm not going to do that again because that made me feel this, this, and this. And I don't want to feel those emotions again because they didn't make me feel good. Same thing with like, you know, being upset. You know what, I'm upset because of A, B, and C. This is what I'm going to do in the future and from now on that is going to like help me try and avoid these emotions. And I feel like that is super important. People, I feel like, for a breakup for example everyone's like oh my god don't be sad you know go out like now at my age everyone's like oh just go out go have a couple drinks like go meet someone jump on a dating app you'll be fine but it's actually like you know it's okay to take a step back and being like you know what I'm actually upset about this I'm gonna have a minute to my like you know this weekend I'm gonna stay in have like the you know the weekend to myself do a bit of self-love bit of self-care and just acknowledge how I'm feeling because I feel like that's genuinely so important if that makes sense. I really hope this makes sense because it's something I always talk about with my friends. Like I'm like, it's actually okay to be sad. Like you're okay to, like you're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to be angry, but as long as you're not fixating on some motion and you're actually learning from it, like that's amazing. Like if you're sitting there and you're sitting in a ball and you're feeling sorry for yourself, that's probably not great. You know, you're not really learning anything, anything from that. And you're just kind of like, you know, feeling like crap and sitting in this like ball of feeling like shit. But if you're like, you know what, I feel sad, I'm acknowledging that. But what am I going to do to not feel sad? You know, what am I going to do to make the situation better? That is amazing. And that's where I'm like, you know, learning from mistakes like the, like in that aspect is really beneficial because you're feeling that emotion and then you're taking that step forward. And I feel like that is like the best piece of advice I could ever give you. Like, you know, feel all your emotions, but always take a step forward and like, you know, Figure out what you're going to do next because like fixating on these emotions is going to do more harm than good. But acknowledging them and moving forward is going to be so much more beneficial. I hope that makes sense. Okay, I think I'm going to end on that little topic. That was like the one I was most excited to discuss. I feel like you can tell I did not shut up. But thank you for listening to today's episode of Get Chatty With Me. Let me know what you think. A bit of a deeper one. But like I said, you guys tend to love when I go into these like more deep topics. I get a lot of questions asking to go in a bit deeper sometimes. And like I said, you guys like the solo apps once in a while. So I'm here to deliver. But again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Let me know you guys' thoughts. And if you resonate with any of the big sister advice I've given you based on my personal experience. Um, I love you guys so much. And I really appreciate you guys like, you know, giving me this feedback, giving me these ideas because that one girl I had even thought of doing an episode like this and then she did and that sparked all these ideas in my brain so I'm really thankful for that but yeah that is the end of today's episode I literally adore you guys I hope you can take away something from this episode from my like personal experiences make those mistakes bring yourself around you know really positive and supportive people and you will thrive every single one of you but yeah thank you for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you guys next week